Welcome to Reading for Attention, the weekly podcast where me, Paul, and me bezzy mate Sarah chat about a recent book whilst drinking a carefully selected beverage. Now, why have we committed to reading a book every single week and talking about it in a public forum? Well, the same reason me and Sarah do anything in life, for attention. Try and do, this is the start of the podcast, try and do the opening, like do an impression of me doing the opening. Hello and welcome to Reading for Attention. (laughs) This is a weekly podcast where me, Paul and me busy mate Sarah do something. Why why do we do it? (laughs) The same reason we do anything in life. Her attention. Do, 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 do. That was excellent. That was so brilliant. God, I've got a sexy voice, haven't I? <laughs> you do. You should be on Love Island. You should present Love Island. Uh, I'd love to present it. That I can't bear Ian Sterling, though. I know people like him. I can't bear it. Who? The fucking voice. And then oh. she's going to the bed. Yeah, no, that is un- like, unbearable. But. I was practicing in the mirror today just in case my ajama flops. Um, mm-hmm. in case I get the call. I was practicing yeah. the mirror. It's gonna be the hottest winter yet. Oh yeah. Do your do your sexy Love Island. I can't voice. do it in Geordie though, can I? Yeah, you can. People love a, a regional axe. It's gonna be the hottest winter yet. Oh! Someone <laughs> sick Maya. Um sick on Maya. On that ish note, big, 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 big news. News that we have to start the podcast with. Yeah. Have you seen what's on Netflix? Um, no. Laguna Beach. Oh, I've watched the first day. Great. <laughs> it's fucking great, man. That really <laughs> brings back memes. Isn't it? And they're just so young. And also none of them so can young. drink. The best part of that episode, and I won't be convinced otherwise, is when, like, let's do a black and white party. I was like, are you wearing a black dress? Yeah. I mean, I try to find a white dress, but they just look so trashy. And then it just pans to Kristen Cavallari in the white dress and, like, goes from her legs all the way up wearing the white dress. It's that was just... a laugh. That was an actual laugh out loud moment. And Amazing. then she says, she's just like, oh, I'm the only one in a white dress. I'm just so, what did she say? I just stand out. <laughs> <laughs> And the she bloke, fucking does. Stephen, that they're fighting over. Stephen, twelve years old. <laughs> yeah, he's fit now. Well, I can imagine now, but back then, no, pre-pubescent. Well, oh. just newly pubescent with lots of spots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, welcome to the season finale. <laughs> spoiler of reading for attention. We know we've done quite shite over the last few weeks. We've done like two podcasts. But what we're going to do is recalibrate, take stock, and we're going to read some books over the next whatever, couple of months. Oh, my God. Stock them up. Stock them up. Because it's not the recording that's the problem. It's the reading. And honestly, it's my fault about the last one. Because do you remember, you you will remember, fans, that last episode I could barely breathe because of my ribs. I was fuming about that, you know, Sarah, because I'd booked Friday the whatever off until Tuesday the whatever. 
So I basically had two and a half weeks off and I've made these, Michael was still working and I was like, I'm going to lie in bed all day Monday and do nothing with Rocky. And then on Tuesday, I'm going to go to the pictures on my own in the daytime. I'm going to go and get a coffee. I'm going to go and like buy a book, whatever, be a knob. And I literally couldn't move. So on the Tuesday, or was it even the Wednesday? I went to A&E. To be fair, everyone says that the NHS is doing really bad. My experience was actually quite fine. I was in and out in like three hours, which I thought was all right. Or maybe four. Oh, three hours. Uh, I I was expecting 12. My mom always goes, oh, we'll be there for 12. It's like, anyone's there for 12. Uh, Oh, well, they are now. But I went, got me chest x-ray. It took a long time and it on me and then it sorry I'm holding my microphone for the first time ever so sorry for it screaming deep throating in the microphone <laughs> um and oh no you're back up close <laughs> you know how they pass you they just pass you on from different doctors the, the last one had never seen us before and she saw the x-ray and she's like yeah it's absolutely fine I said oh. why are you here uh but people keep telling us that bruised ribs can be worse than broken ribs which I think is just what people say it makes feel better but my god get this I sleep Uh on my front famously and I felt really excited because I was looking it up and only seven percent of people sleep on their front so I was like wow um I have not slept a day on my front since then I sleep on my back every single night now wow because my ribs I can't sleep on them but they still sore Mm -hmm. fuck yeah I can't sneeze. What, what did you do? I, I fell down, but I don't know why. I don't know. I don't Just know, but I, I, I get to the top of a sneeze and it, I have to, it doesn't come out and it really hurts. So I oh. think I've got all kinds of infections in my lungs. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Am I in your will? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, all the proceeds from this go to you. So far, still only that £10. Oh, was it 15? It was 15. We, we, haven't, we haven't spent that, you know. Let in. It was 14. That's two bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. Woo! So, sorry about that. That's why we missed the last one. But, yeah, we're going to make this the season thin. Uh, yeah. And then we'll be back yeah, stronger time. than ever with having read loads of books already. Oh, uh, so many books, so many opinions, so many drinks. I'm going to yeah. really... One of my New Year's resolutions is do the drinks. Do the drinks. Right. Well, let's talk about that because let's not talk about Christmas because it's the 5th of January. This is probably going to come out, I mean, tomorrow at the earliest. People are over Christmas now. I'm uh, over it. Yeah. My Christmas was good, tiring, but good. And my ribs hurt. Uh, but other than that, nice. Um, yeah. New Year's resolutions, though. As mm-hmm. I've, I find them interesting. I know people think they're really boring, but I think they're funny. Yeah. No, me too. So what's yours? Well, last year, my New Year's resolution was bare minimum. And I really did well at that. What was it? Um, bare minimum. Like, just do just, the bare minimum? Just bare minimum. Everything. Approach and do with the bare minimum. Ooh, that's a good one. And I've really succeeded. Most successful right. New Year's resolution I've ever had. Great. What happens? What happens when you do the bare minimum for a year is that you begin to fall behind. <laughs> <laughs> in like everything like friendships relationships <laughs> jobs <laughs> um everything so this year I can't go like balls to the wall I can't go oh. give it my all I'm just gonna go like bear just just 
necessary like not, like not necessary not necessary but like a bit more than bare minimum this year like competent plus competent plus perfect so I'm just gonna like I don't know do a bit of stuff and do less of other things do you know what I mean God, like for you really instance, do inspire me every day thank you um I today at work I, re- I really actually worked wow I know, and then by the end of the day, I didn't feel awful about myself. Isn't it weird how that happens? It's so weird. And then I, like, had the energy to, like, do a bit of a workout and, like, make my tea and stuff like that because I just wasn't completely bogged down in guilt and shame because I hadn't done the bare minimum. I'd done just above that. And the bar's so low from last year that you can only win. It's genius really it i did have to go really... through it a bit like the end of last year I, some existential question was going on mm. but as long as you keep your head just above the water mm-hmm. by this year i'm i'm treading i'm treading the water That's you I'm don't doing. only need your nose above the water really one nostril yeah. one nostril i'm not i don't intend on going forward but i'm just not gonna sink do you know what i mean i love that what a great yeah. resolution thank you so i've got multiple yeah. This year I'm going with the the odds. I'm going with the odds. So the more I've got, the more chance I've got of one of them working. Yeah. So yeah. it's the 5th of January. Mm-hmm. One of them was to stop vaping, yeah. but this is my first vape of the year. So that's all right. No way. That is I know really it's, good. It's because it's the first time I've drank. Uh, my second one was to only drink on Saturdays. Yeah, cheers. Mine was... What, what day is it? It's Thursday. I'm know. doing all right. That's good. That's good for yeah. us, I think. Um, so those two have failed, but I still feel, like, good about it. Stop biting my nails. I haven't bit my nails this year. You know. Nah, and I've got those little white bits on the top, which I've got not a... seen for years. Present. Let's have a look yeah. at them. Um, oh, you're really going to be that bitch tapping away at your keyboard. See that? My God, that is an acrylic length nail. <laughs> no, I don't need I don't need any fucking acrylics. This is great. <laughs> when you go to well. the, you get a manicure next, you can say I, want I really want to, but shaped. I'm so ashamed of my nails and my toes that I just would never. Ooh, yeah. But listen, you awful. just it's like every time I go and get a bikini wax and I just think, what is gonna happen? What are mm. they gonna see? What's gonna come out or go in? <laughs> I just think it's they've seen worse. Yeah, that's what I think about everything. They've seen worse. worse. Yeah, they've seen worse. The, my, the big test is when I get in the bath because you know when your nails get all delicious and soft. Oh, don't! And I don't you, want to think about it. You just want to chew the fuckers off. <laughs> so I've all, I've even bought myself a fidget ball, a fidget hmm. cube with, a, and trying to do that. So that's that oh, one. Yeah, nice. Uh, there's two. That's three. There's two more, I think. Uh, oh, one of them was, and I thought this was going to be my best one, and this is the kind of thing that I would definitely do, and I was dead excited about it. Yeah, because I've I'm an, I'm still a, a real early bird these days. I've, oh. Seven is seven is my thing. Seven, just seven. That is early. That's early. As yeah, fuck. it's good. Like always, in, I'm always the first one at work feeling like dead attention. Yeah. So I thought, hang on a second. I work from home Mondays and Fridays. What an excellent idea to get up early on a f- Monday. So I get up at seven like ready by well I probably wouldn't even shower so ready by five past seven then technically I've got two hours before work and I can start at 10 if I want three hours so why not watch 
a film every single Monday before work. And I was like, this is the best idea I've ever had. So I told Michael about it and he was like, but what if I want to watch the film? I was like, oh, yeah, we'll fucking go. I was like, well, you don't ever like the films that I like. That you ever? Yeah. But why don't you just watch it on an evening? And then if I if I don't like it, I'll go and do something else. And I just knew that that was going to be a bugbear. So what I'm going to do is, well, I've watched a film this week. What I'm going to do is do a film night every week. I'm going to choose the most boring fucking <laughs> French three-hour film for week one. I'm going to choose like a, I don't know, a, a documentary Black about... Black and white. Yeah, documentary about... What does Michael hate? Cheese. My flatmate's been watching a, a documentary about the fucking USSR this last week. Perfect. It really it really works in getting me out of the room, which I think is yeah. his aim. Yeah, civil war, something like that. I don't know which which country, but just a civil war. And yeah. then hopefully you'll be like, mm, you can do your Monday thing. So there's that one. And then the fifth one, which I'm extremely excited about, is I've become and I made myself, and this is the kind of thing that I do stick to, whether I like it or not, a tea boy. <gasps> so and, in the office you offer and make what, people tea no no better <laughs> so my auntie who we went to christmas with texted mm-hmm. michael being like what does paul want for christmas and i was like i don't want to spend very much i was like tell her to get us some nice earl grey tea i love earl grey tea it's like that's a nice gift for an auntie to buy their yeah. nephew so yeah. she got us the, this two set of tea from t2 you know t2 yes um two, wait what it's, it's, it's to you no, T2. It's an Australian right. company, turns out. I'm an expert in tea now. She's got a little uh, double loose leaf thing. One French Earl Grey, one Melbourne breakfast. I was like, great, this is great. So then on Christmas Day, I went on the T2 website, loads of sales on, bought myself a teacup with an infuser in it and a lid so you can get loose leaf tea. This is the my best thing I've done this year so far. Actually, it was last year, but I'm drinking them this year. I bought a 2021 advent calendar for seven quid down from 30 from Whoa. T2. And it's not even Christmassy, so it's fine being out. 24 loose leaf teas of different varieties. Wow, wow, one wow. for each day. And I've been uh-huh. going through them, drinking all fucking any amounts of loose leaf tea. And I am just so into it. I bring me little loose leaf tea into work. I'm trying all the... I, I bought one of those, like circle sieve things with a little yeah, thing on the end yeah. that you put in yeah and I'm so enjoying it I'm having like three cups of loose leaf tea random flavors every day I had a mulled <laughs> wine one yesterday uh eggnog that was delicious I thought so, you said it wasn't Christmassy <laughs> yeah I think some of the flavors are Christmassy oh right not the design not the design yeah so that's it I'm a tea boy I'm a okay. I'm a fucking just call me a tea boy tea boy T-boy, T-dog. P- P-dog, T-dog. Well, that's, yeah, good. I'm resolution. sure there are multiple health benefits of that. And yeah, I looked it up. Big one being mental health. Yeah, that, yeah. And also just the fact that I'm doing it is good for mental health. But apparently coffee's all right for you as well. So I'm not going to stop drinking coffee. I'm just going to drink maybe less coffee, more tea. Right. Okay. Well, that's good. Do you remember last year you said you were going to start buying local Oh, so that was my least successful New Year's resolution of all time. I'm <laughs> generally tea, tea from Australia. <laughs> yeah, I'm generally a, I'm quite good at saying I'm going to do something and do it. I like that okay. about myself, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't do that once. It was because I thought there's all of these local, there's like stalls outside my house selling vegetables and stuff, and I'm never going to go to Sainsbury's ever again. I don't think I went ever once to any independent shop ever in my life. <laughs> 
It's too expensive and I can't be asked. I'm yeah, still hammering Amazon. I'm shocking. <laughs> but that was a failure. I shouldn't have done that. That's why I've got five this year and I'm going to do probably at least two of them. <laughs> my flatmate, one of my flatmates was not eat meat. And he's been vegan before for a really long period of time, veggie before that for an even Loser. longer period of time. I know, boring. And um, he was like, yeah, I'm not going to eat meat, but I think because like I do really like meat. He loves it. We, for his birthday, one of his friends got us, him. I say us because I reached the benefits. But <laughs> <laughs> got him a £30 voucher for just the high street that we live on. So he could spend it in any shop on the high street. One Sorry. of which, yeah, That's is this way. really fucking bougie, um, like Italian delicatessen butcher-esque thing. It's really bougie. And I was like, let's get a mega expensive bottle of, uh, I don't know, wine or <laughs> spirit or whatever. And he's bought, I think, five different types of pork with it. There's like <laughs> duya, chorizo, like sausages, all this kind of stuff. Um, so when he was like, yeah, that's it. I'm not giving up. I'm I'm giving up meat, blah, blah, blah. I was like, mm-hmm. we'll see how long that lasts. And then he was like, but my, my plan is maybe once a month as a treat, go to a butcher, see what's seasonal, see what they recommend, like what isn't going to be detrimental to both like the environment and the economy. And I was like, mm-hmm. last night we had chicken that I bought <laughs> from Tesco. Was it organic? Was it fuck? Tonight he had sausage <laughs> from Tesco. Yeah, Richmond sausages. <laughs> Were they organic? Were they fuck? It's um, too hard, apple, man. Yeah. So, uh, I... But, I, but the thing is, is that like this is my mind is just perfect because it's what the fifth, and this is my first drink that I've had since the thirty-first. So that's well, the first technically in the morning. Yeah. See him here. I had a glass but of wine never, outside, but that doesn't count. But I never said I wasn't going to do... I was, like, I never said I was going to not drink. I've just been like, I'm just just mm-hmm. going to do things a little bit better than I did last year. And I have. Smashing it? I'm smashing it. Another big one is I'm going to start uh, maybe, like, contacting my friends more. Really? What do you mean? Just like, I don't know. Um, you know you've seen the state of my text messages. <laughs> maybe oh, I'll right. to people when they message me. Feel special. Um, What I was gonna say is, and I love, I love this as well. I've realised it. I think I've noticed it before because you know how I keep that diary. Talked about that on the podcast on my phone, where I rate each day out of five, basically. What you've never mentioned that before? You so know about this. I showed you. I showed. I screenshotted you my year, and it's and you were like, you've been on holiday forty-two times. First I'd ever seen of it. Really. Yeah, or maybe I, I haven't mentioned it. So for the last like four it. years, I've got this app called Dailyo. It was four free years. when I had it. Four <gasps> years. So it's great for head. it's great for arguments because if someone says, "No, we didn't do it that day," I just like, "Well, I'll just go back in my diary." <gasps> and every day, the smiley face is from like really happy, happy, medium, sad, gutted, and yeah. I rate each day from like buzzing to gutted, and yeah. consistently, my best month of the year is January. No fucking way. Uh huh. And kind I, of, like, isn't it? Isn't it good? I, I've re- and I, it is sort of for attention, but I think it's true. I know everyone's like January blues, and yes, going back to work is shit. But there is a bit of sense of, and even if it's false sense of, I am gonna do Reset. something with my life. I'm gonna yeah. make myself better after drinking for a hundred days in December, spending all your money, never going to the gym, awful. Then January, whether or not it comes to anything, the nights start getting lighter. There's not yeah. that much pressure. 
mm-hmm. you've got no money to spend anyway mm-hmm. and there is something quite humbling about January that I think I like I totally agree with you like I just feel better yeah feel I feel better like than I did. there's no pressure there's no fucking pressure we're all just and also at work it's just like everyone's just sort of like take it easy yeah let's just ease ourselves in until like the yeah. 28th of Jan yeah exactly also ease ourselves in I've had five minutes off (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no I completely completely agree and that's why the other resolution is that we're going to read loads of books and I'm going to try and take a note or two on each of them and then we'll come back strong with season four that was another one I might try and write a bit more slash at all this year but yeah mainly reading gonna do so much of that loads of it (laughs) And speaking of reading, we have yeah. for you, it's actually quite uh, good that we didn't do a particularly Christmassy book because everyone would be like, I'm not listening to a Christmas episode. Uh, it's it's yours. So do you want to take it away oh. with our final book of the season? It is my Well, it's mine, but it's also the readers. Because I'm mm-hmm. one of the people. Death of the author. It's called... <laughs> Was that by Roland Bart? Yeah, the only like Bold what is Bob he? A, not a philosopher. What is he? Yeah, he is a philosopher. A philosopher. Oh. The only one that you learn about at uni. Yeah. yeah. The only one that I remember because I remember deep seated desire. Oh, he creamed his knickers over that phrase. He would love this book. So this book is called Kidnapped by the Pirate Colon Gay Romance. Mm. by Kira Andrews a short synopsis mm-hmm. it's been a while since I've read it which isn't like me um <laughs> what happens so a young man 18 and his sister are voyaging across some sea um essentially as like a live cargo live cargo what's that called livestock <laughs> what They're is that cows yeah but that's essentially what they are I suppose so yeah, so they're going across to the Newfoundland, which is what colonizers called America. Um, am I right? I thought Newfoundland was in Canada. Newfoundland. Uh, I don't is. know. It is. Well, but that's part of the same continent, isn't it? Yeah, and also it really doesn't matter where these places are. <laughs> so I'm, trying to, I'm trying to give it some like education, like intellectual kudos. Yeah. Um, anyway, they're on their way and their ship is then attacked by pirates and the pirates come swashbuckling aboard, leading them as Hawk, uh, their captain. And he says to the the boy and the girl, the brother and the sister, he's like, who are you and what have you got? And they're like, we've not got anything, I promise. Because um, they've not, they're going to their dad's new colony. Yeah. And, uh, and then he's like, well, who's your dad? And the boy is like, he's this man whose name I've forgotten. Walter, Walter. Walter Bainbridge. Yes, that's it. Fucking hell. That is good memory. Um, and turns out Walter Bainbridge really fucked over Captain Hawk back in the day. So he's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is some delicious booty. And he, <laughs> kid- <laughs> he kidnaps... Nathaniel and he takes them aboard their ship which is called the Seahawk and that's what he's called what's it called I don't remember I can't remember and then they start shagging 
um, pretty tumultuous. It's pretty similar setup to the Christmas tree one with the yeah. old man and with the not old, but like older man with the sort of jaded outlook on life and the the ruggedness and the and the disturbing history. Yeah. And then the young, bright-eyed twink. <laughs> Oh, who, God, it writes itself, really, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> who uh, falls in formula. love and, and then somehow softens, dethaws. Dethaws, that just means ice, doesn't it? <laughs> De-ices. <laughs> Thaws the heart of the of the oh, yeah. previously thought heartless Captain Slash Lumberjack. And then they, yeah, do loads of shagging. There's always a little blip. There's always like a moment where they're like, no, this isn't right and we shouldn't be doing this um, for whatever reason. And then the young whippersnapper wins them back around, usually with a quick blowjob. And then they sail off into the sunset. And that's about it, isn't it? That's what happened. Uh, and what's and the then, drink? Well, we're drinking rum. Um, <laughs> I think it was meant to be a mulled wine with rum, but again, it's not Christmas use. Yeah. So I've got, well, to be honest, I've got white rum. Um, which doesn't feel very piratey, but it's just no. that was for, that's for the mojitos. But who's to say pirates didn't enjoy a mojito every now and then? Well, nobody, um, not a single person. <laughs> Do you not like them either? No, I'm saying not a single person said that about pirates. Oh right, okay. I think mojitos are fine. I'm really not. I'm not bothered about them. People, they're fine. Really, I'm not bothered. Um. Anyway, I've got that rum in a Diet Coke. Diet, because it's January. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a rum in cranberry and soda. Oh! Because I usually have vodka, cranberry and soda, and I thought I'll just stick some rum as in it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's bang average, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right, ask us what I thought. Mm. What did you think? I thought this was a triumph. I loved this book. I thought it was brilliant. I don't know if she wrote it, Awakira. Well, I don't know what the timeline is. Was it after Santa Daddy? Because I think it improved upon Santa Daddy significantly. I thought it had a brilliant storyline. There were twists and turns. I loved the setting. Mm. I loved the descriptions of the pirate. I loved the sex scenes. I thought they were just gorgeous. And at one point I was like, surely it's going to end now. But no, there was a whole other section where the pirate's going to be on trial and then he's, he, he protects him from being stabbed and then he turns on his family. What I loved about it as well is that it's set in like the 17th century or something. And when he tells everybody he's gay, they're all just like, great. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, that's totally normal. I'm fine. That's fabulous. <laughs> like, like some old guy will walk in from the deck on them, th- this 18-year-old shagging the captain. They're like, oh, what are you up to? Oh, <laughs> I hope he's uh, having a good time. Catch you later. I just think it was funny when he tells his sister at the end that because he's betrothed to this Elizabeth oh, God, Davenport yeah. or something. And he tells his sister, I don't want to be with her. I'm, I'm a sodomite. And she's like, oh, that's very exciting. <laughs> I just... <laughs> absolutely loved it i really thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this one (laughs) it was good wasn't it it was class and my ultimate (laughs) fave thing about the book was the the fact that it's set set in the 17th century and she has a bit of a go at using some (laughs) old english every now and then 
<laughs> but the rest of it is just I was hissing myself at some of it. Oh, I've, I read it over such a long time that I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the quote, but I think I've got it memorized. Um, he, he says he says something like, "Oh, Captain Hawk, uh, I thought that you wouldst have told me that this was. I thought that it would be like this." And he goes, "Well, clearly, fucking not." <laughs> I was like, the last, that's exactly what they would have said in 17th century England. Clearly fucking not. It's here. So let us say, disbelieving, Hawk straightened to his full height and whirled, making sure, yes, his coat flared behind him. He hadn't gone at the Seahawks' fearsome reputation in only four years without some dramatics, yet incredibly, Bainbridge kept talking. I'd be happy to work, his eyes implored, fingers twisting in the blanket. I'd do anything you say. Clearly fucking not. (laughs) (laughs) As As the command to shut his damn mouth had already been tossed aside. I was fully in. That was quite early on, and I was like, "Yes, yes, yes, this is me." Oh my god! Fantastic! Unreal! What an unreal read! I have nothing to add to what you said. Do you like how often she spoke about his gold toe-capped boots? Yes, sexy, sexy. When they got dirty, and he licked them. Or did he get? Oh did god. he get some spend he on, on them? him? Spend. Did you know that? She loved that word. She used the word spend for jizz or come all the time. So, And it was in all different tenses. So he would spend on him and then his spend would be on yeah. him. And I just was like, wow. I don't know if that's that sexy a word. Spend for me. <laughs> yes, yeah, spend for me, daddy. I've got some more. Uh... <sighs> oh. Do you know what? We're, there wasn't, again, I had the same complaint with the Santa Daddy one. Was that what it was called? Not enough sex. Not enough sex. That whole mm. bit where he's back, like, it, it might be that he has mm. to go on trial or whatever. I was like, right, well, he's not going to die, is he? So get back to shagging. <laughs> I know, but I, I did think the same. It's not, the sex was interspersed, but there were quite big gaps sometimes, and then it was quite small gaps other times. Whoa. And... But I was on the edge of my seat with that because I knew all of this exposition and narrative was going to be followed by a big shagging scene. And God, it was, I think it was more uh, vulgar. Oh, yeah, defo. E, God. Go on. I've got a great I can't really remember last year's, but this one, there were parts of it that... Yeah, the pirate was dirtier and eviler and I like that this is what this is great so this is where I think this is a bit of foreplay basically they keep getting stabbed and stuff and they've got these huge massive wounds but they still manage to like have sex while they're dying so in spend he smiled against Nathaniel's belly rubbing his beard over the soft skin with hard muscle beneath dipping his tongue into the indentation where he'd been linked to his mother (laughs) like his belly button I was like, that is the least, that is this gross thing to it, talk about. Stop thinking about your mum when you're shagging. Um, Being linked to your mother. There were two things I was going to say. Oh, first one was, we. I was a little bit worried that it was going to be Stockholm Syndrome-esque. I was like, oh. I but then also it. I was like, ah, fit. Like, mm. 
If I was kidnapped, I'd definitely go down that route. 100%. Second thing, she's got a problem with animals. And what I know it's not, it's not the death of the author. What was that whole stallion bit about? Yeah. So Remember the dog, the dog in the Santa Daddy. Yes. She's got a. She's she's Equus. She's Equus. She she so he watches these two horses shagging up the arse, and he gets really aroused. That's when he realizes he's like, that's that's what I want to do. Because he sees he sees a huge horse (laughs) dong, and he's like, absolutely, yeah, hubba hubba. (laughs) Listen to this one. I don't know why I like this. The captain, a tall older man named Taylor, who'd styled his greying hair as if it were a wig with curls over his ears. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> he styled his hair as if it were a wig <laughs> with curls over his ears. Hey, lordy who? She does. She is a proper wordsmith. She has a real she way. Is. Of there were some beautiful sentences here in this as well. The odd one, I was like, whoa, give her a Pulitzer. <laughs> yeah, I've got to have more. I took a few picky I, moves. I, I just opened it then and it was a really one of the really filthy sex scenes because I've, I think I've got a kink where I make very straight men read passages aloud of this book. Do you get a bit of a bean on when you do it? Well, I just, it's more of a psychological bean. I think it's power, power assertion thing. Because <laughs> yeah. I know, I know that outwardly they want to be uncomfortable, but inwardly he can't control what's happening. Yeah, and they and they can't be like homophobic by not reading it out. Exactly. Like I'm not toxic masculine. Uh, listen to this one: blinking in the harsh glare, refusing to bow his head, Hawk shuffled onto the main deck and saw Primrose Isle by the light of day. Where the fuck's the rest of it? Because <laughs> Primrose Isle is where that where Walter is supposed to have created this massive colony and have loads of slaves, and it's this beautiful, this beautiful like town that he's made of this horrible slave owner where he's gonna live and spend the rest of his days in wealth. And it turns out that there's fuck all there because Walter just has no money and he keeps paying in kind of counterfeit. So they get there and, and Captain Hawks, where the fuck's the rest of it? I love Paul. I love him. He's absolutely mint. <laughs> he would he would really be quite well suited to East London now, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would. His rings and his leather yeah. coat. And the jizz on his gold tapped what is it? Gold tipped boots. Gold tipped boots. Spend. The spend. I'm gonna say a spend from now on. Obviously, I use I use that all the time. I talk about jizz all the time. So when I, when I call it my spend. spend. Spend on my tits. Hey, don't do that, babe. I might spend. <laughs> spend on my tits. <laughs> spend on my mounds. Ah! Smashed it out of the park. You really have. Um, it's, <sighs> it's, it's fantastic. Just everyone, this is the one. This is the. Mm-hmm. This is the recommendation of the. You have to read it. You have to yeah. read it. It's so fucking good. It's. Like, it's also one of those things where I was really enjoying telling people, again, they'd be like, what are you reading at the minute? Kidnapped by a pirate, colon, a gay romance. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, that sounds sounds like a bit weird. And I'd be like, it's 
probably the best book I've ever read. Yeah. It, Honestly, it, it, just a real it's work of art. So safe. You're guaranteed a happy ending. It's beautiful. <laughs> and it is, there's something so lovely about it because she's like, I'm not going to make it this tragic gay thing where everyone hates them because they're gay. No, I'm just going to live. This is just going to be 17th century England where people. Yeah. Oh, just they actually think it's quite fit and sexual to be gay, yeah. and the pirates just all shag each other, which is maybe that is what happened. Maybe it's our. Well, I believed it. I was now. like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, we, the homophobia is a, a relatively new concept. Pirates, but all for well, it. Well, yeah, not a bad way to say about Akira. I love you. I love the pirate. I want to be. He called him Plum for a while, which I don't know if I missed why he's called Plum. Uh, I've forgotten that as well. But Plum and Pit was. Was he not called Pippin thingy? How was he? Sure and Pip. She's got some, some motifs. Oh, hi, Michael. He can't hear me. Oh, hi, Michael. Yeah, I do want to drink. Thank you. <laughs> no, top that one up. New Year's resolution's going super well. <laughs> we'll just top it up, though, because I... Because I... <laughs> said, why are you holding <laughs> your microphone like Beyonce? <laughs> Anyway, say bye to uh, say bye to um <laughs> to Kira, and then I've, we've got so much to talk about. Okay, okay, bye, Kira. Love you. Thank you so much. Less about the animals next time, but it won't yeah. stop. Yeah, never stop us. Did you see that flow one sound of twenty twenty three? Yes, I did. Have you heard them singing? Yes. Sensational. Unbelievable. Sensational. They're fantastic. It's a girl band. And I think we've talked about the death of the girl band in the UK. Little Mix was kind mm-hmm. of the last one that we had. Flo, FLO, has now won Sound of 2023. They are incredible. Better than Destiny Child. Oh, Voice-wise. Their harmonies. Each one of them is... You know how there's always one who's a bit weaker? They're fucking well, isn't. There's always the they standout. Are, and there's always the standout, which doesn't necessarily always work in a girl band. Camila yeah. Cabello, that's why they all hated you. Even Beyonce, I mean, I'm not going to say a bad word about Beyonce, but you get, you get the, you catch my drift. These three are all Beyonce. The, it, but, they, but it's not, there's not an element of competition. No, nah, you can tell they're just fucking mates. I love oh. them. Yeah, my things in a cardboard box. Right. So instead of dragging this out, because we've done this in like full episodes before, and I just, I just don't know if the fans care. I want you to do your top three of the year. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, you do three, I'll do three, but we'll just do it dead quick. Okay, so um, my third fave goes to... Of the year? Of the series. Series. Right, well, we've not done too many. Done 11. <laughs> Have we? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say no particular order, but there is an order. There is an order. Three, two, one. Three goes to Night Crawling. By Layla Motley. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stunning, devastating, really brilliant, and exciting to read something from a very new but very, very, very talented author. Okay, I'll do three now. Three okay. for me is The Enhancers by Anne K. Yoda. Yeah, really enjoyed the book. Really enjoyed speaking to Anne. Never felt more famous, and she was an utter delight. And I'll definitely read her next one yep number two for me was the enhancers by anka yoda Ooh. um also really enjoyed the book and yeah 
just loved meeting her. That was and that was a surreal experience. That was a 2022 highlight. It was. It definitely because was. Yeah, that was really nice. I'm getting it pre-publication pre-public- date, all that kind of stuff. That was nice. I enjoyed that. that. Yeah, number two. Bit. Oh, thanks, Anne. Number two for me was Such a Fun Age, actually, by Kylie Reid. You know, you weren't a huge fan, but I remember really pagey, pagey, turny, turny with that one. And I talked about that one a lot. I really like that. I know what your number one's going to be now. No, you don't. Um, my number one is Kidnapped by a Pirate, Colin Gay Romance. My number one's Kidnapped by the Pirate. <laughs> yes. I loved it so much. I swear to God, I'm not just doing this for attention. No, me either. So much. I love it. That's my genre. That is my jam. Yeah, Gay me too. Gay books. Gay porn books are just so good. They're so and good. Put in the setting of piracy. It's like it's like my. Do you know what it, it perfectly encapsulates? You know, my like one of my first crushes was Orlando Bloom, and I had the shred of shirt sprayed with Links Africa that I thought was his. It <laughs> combines those two things: that extreme horniness that I felt. And Orlando, like the piracy that like comes from Orlando Bloom being in Pirates of the Caribbean, which is where I think I first developed that sensational crush on, lifelong crush. It's oh, here he is. Oh my god. Ooh, that's a large drink. It's oh, <laughs> true. Oh, you're live. Yeah, we're live. What do you Let's want to cut this out? Um, I can't hear you, but I've just remembered as I was thinking about you in the kitchen. Um, I was in when we're in Newcastle for Christmas, we took Josh and Izzy, my niece and nephew, out for the day in Whitley Bay and took them back to uh, Mary's house. And Josh followed us up to the bedroom and your letter that you'd wrote um, Paul for his birthday was on the side. And he picked it up and went, hello, you couldn't. That is staying in, by the way. <laughs> oh my God, that. Did he say the words F? He tried to spell it out. He was like, Mike was like, no, 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 no. Luckily, I don't think any of Michael's family listened to this, but if you ever get this episode, apologies. (laughs) I'm so sorry. In fairness, I really didn't think that that letter was going to be left in Newcastle. I thought it was going to be framed in your London flat, but it's in a box in Newcastle. Oh, worse then. Not even on the side. (laughs) It's actually on top of the box. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, great. So, I really hope the answer to this question is you've watched it all. But have you watched oh, the trailers? I've, I've not. Oh. I've watched the first five episodes. And then my mum, she didn't ruin it, but she said this genius thing, which was next year, I think they should do two versions of it. And you can watch one or the other. Um, but one is the same as it is this year. And the other one is where you don't know who the traitors are. No, well, my friend sold it to me wrong. The first I heard of it, she was like, it's, she explained the whole thing. And I was like, do you know who the traitors are? She's like, no, you don't know who they are. So I don't know what she oh, was me. watching. Well, she thought that they were, like, the people in it didn't know who the traitors were then. No, she thought that we didn't know, like, as the audience. Oh. And <laughs> well. I was like, what, were you absolutely mortal when you watch it? Uh, so, well, fine. It's not going to be a long conversation. But can I just say, it? that is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It's high yep. fucking camp. The bit with the cloaks, the bit where he yeah. says the prestige, 
this something about this is your final flourish and I'm the prestige. I'm a faithful. And then leaves. Spins on his heel. God, I haven't that was the joy of 2022 for me. A, that a real a real good TV show. Claudia Winkleman is an icon. Refuses to leave London. Said that she wasn't going to do it when she was initially offered the contract Edge. because it's filmed in Scotland. She doesn't leave London for an extended Mm-mm. any any period of time. Why would and you? Then she watched. I think it originates in like Netherlands. Uh, the Netherlands, yeah. And she watched an episode of that, and she was like, "I'm in." With a mm. big fringe and a Bisto gravy tan. I'm in. Oh, she's great at making fun of herself. That's why I like her. I know people are like, Claudia Winkleman's really annoying. No, she's not. She's class. You're just jealous. What? People think Pe- she's annoying? People think she's really, really annoying. Nah, but they're boring. No, she, I know. They're just wrong, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, she is fantastic. What else yeah. did I love about it? I love how they just all got it wrong. I loved how they cried. Oh my god, I, the crying the and the crying. screaming at one another, and the guy. There was a was there a guy called John, the bold guy, mm-hmm. who at one point was going off at someone and was like, "You're you cried and you're fake," and then two minutes later was in floods of tears. I was like, "This yeah. is actually." It was like early days Big Brother. It was. And I saw this article <laughs> in the Guardian that was like, "It somehow managed to create something completely fresh that's also really nostalgic." And I was like, yeah. "That is it. You've that's exactly it. the Dutch. The Dutch know what they're doing with reality TV. Oh. I'm sure Big Brother was Dutch, and I think um, I know it's not reality TV, but I think Deal or No Deal's Dutch as well. And that was wow. <laughs> that was a fucking pantomime. That well, because you also become so close to the people uh-huh. that are." It's just I loved I don't know if you've got the bit where Maddie who sorry but deserved better she starts accusing Meryl and Meryl's like absolutely loses it I love that I'm 100% faithful that is it is unreal that isn't it I'm 100% faithful I'm just 100% faithful the traitor says and it's it's like Love Island but without the posing without the the yeah, fact that yeah, they're gonna go and get yeah, yeah. modeling deals, they're not shagging. And I know that's controversial, but I only like I only like really big age gap shagging between a young boy and pirate. Yeah. Like I'm not interested in fit straight people shagging. Boring. Yeah. I've seen it all yeah. before. So oh just iconic. It is. And I hope it lasts 25 years. I hope it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And I'm complaining in 25 years about how shit it is. But I'll watch it every time. I First things first, I think I would win it. I think if I was a traitor, I'd win it. I'd lose it, I'm afraid. I'm if you were a traitor, you would lose. I'd lose it. The issue at, at I all. would have is if I, if because I think they drink, don't they? So I would tell on the first night. But <laughs> if I could get past that hurdle, I would win it 100%. I'm such a good liar. Second thing is that the, I'm sure if you haven't watched it, you won't mind me just spoiling episode one where yeah. they're at the round table and they do a cheers. So the round table is where they choose who they're going to, they basically, it's like, it's barbaric. It is barbaric, but I would, I just want that. That's all I want. I don't care about the challenges. I just want the fucking round table and then the bit in the murderer lair. Um, and then the first night they do this cheers and there's a woman there who's only got one hand and she's there because she lost a hand in an accident and she's there because she wants to win the money so that she can get a, a what was it called like a, 
a, a new hand. I want to say bionic, but I don't think I want to say bionic, but I don't want to not bionic. I'm sure she says bionic at some point. Well, it depends how anyway. much money she gets, I suppose. Well, it was 125k, wasn't it? Mm. Anyway, she wants a new hand. Fair and fucking square. They do this cheers. And then one of the traitors, no less, starts whispering in people's ear, being like, did you notice that when we all did the cheers on the first night, the bird, I'm just talking about, didn't raise their glass? And then everyone's like... <laughs> and it is like the perfect social study on mob culture and how to save your own skin you'll just go along with absolutely i mean yeah some might Psychology say it's Germany. <laughs> yeah i say it's traitors and mm. they're all like you know what yeah that's so right and then it gets to the round table and people start accusing this woman and they're just going like blah, blah, blah. And all of this all of this comes from the fact that on the first night she didn't raise a glass and a toast and then that comes to the forefront she goes um well i didn't raise my glass because it's on my right hand side and i don't have a right hand and i'm <laughs> just like Oh, and oh then what have we she, become? <laughs> she gets evicted. This is day one. She gets evicted <laughs> and she goes, I'm faithful. And they're all like, oh. Wow. What and then they say, we really can't engage in this mob culture anymore. And then the next day it happens all over again. It is iconic. It's amazing. They get it wrong every time. Even when they get it right, they get it wrong. I love it. My favorite. Well, that's why that... Maddie is excellent because she, I know. she does some batshit logic, but she comes yeah. to the right answers. Yeah. Well, the Meryl thing as well, later on, someone gets uh, what's it, banished. I love the terminology. I love getting murdered. I love it all. And she says uh, so that, that someone's standing up, about to get banished, and then they say, I'm a faithful. And Meryl goes, I knew it! And Maddie's like, she just said she knew it. That means that it's Meryl. And Meryl's like, no, it didn't. I didn't say that. It's just that Willie stood up there. I thought maybe he is. She's like, no, why didn't you say that? That's really strange. And then it's just like death match between Meryl and yeah. Maddie. And she's like, well, I think it's fucking you. I'm adding the fuckings. I don't think the swear. And she's like, no, it's not me. I just think that you said you said that. So it's definitely you. It's, I can't, I can't believe it that that has not been in my life before. I know, and isn't it, it's just, it, it's like watching two very, very, very drunk girls argue in a club toilet and they're saying the exact same thing, but you just know that no matter what happens, they're never going to, ever going to see this, the other side of the argument, even though it's the same argument. The same. And you, just, you just have to wait until they sobered up. And in this case, you just have to wait until the person's been evicted. And mm-hmm. then they go, I said I was 100% faithful, and I am. And they're all like, oh, shit. Well, you know, like a traitor gets evicted and then they cry and they're like, I'm so sorry. I, didn't I, know. I had the poison <laughs> challenge and I didn't choose. And they're all like, don't apologize, don't apologize. Like reaching for them. It, oh my God. It's like a Disney film. I am obsessed. It's, I need to get back I know. I think I'm the, on like episode six or seven. My mum rewatched it with me and then my mum messaged me when I came uh, back to Edinburgh. She was like, let me know where you are. Because mm-hmm. my mum's obsessed with it, has watched mm-hmm. it. Rewatch it with me, and then was like, "Let me know, and we'll watch it together, and then we can talk about it again." Mm-hmm. Honestly, <laughs> for fans of Bravo in in America, which does Real Housewives, obviously I'm obsessed. They also do Below Deck. They're doing a a celebrity version in America, and Brandy Glanville from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is in it, and Kate Chastain from Below Deck, and those two are like the villains of Bravo. Kate, Kate from Below Deck's doing it. She's doing no. it with Brandy. It's I just can't wait. It's Thank you oh. to whatever production company created the traitors. Oh, yeah, sensational. Uh, final thing for me is, mm-hmm. which I mentioned to you before we started recording, is 
who am I going to see try to act in a West End show? Girl, so, I'm so jealous. My friend messaged me the other the day. Lyric. Said, Apollo, can we whatever. get can we get tickets to go and see this? And I was like, yes. And then I thought they're just going to be extortionate. But now you've told me. 25 quid, man. Uh, the one and only. You Sharon. are right up my street. On New Year's Eve, I made everyone watch that video. Oh. American right. fans. If you don't know Cheryl, the reason you don't know Cheryl is because she was stolen from your clutches at the last second when she was she was our national treasure, even though yep. she's done some very problematic things in her past, but oh, is yeah. a tiny pocket rocket pint-sized beauty from Newcastle, where I'm from, the toon toon toon. And she was the national treasure in the X Factor, our X Factor. And when they tried to What's that thing where they put it to export it? They exported it to USA and she was oh, a judge. Yeah. And then oh they said God, yeah. the sector because they couldn't understand her accent. I don't know if that's true. But yeah, I think so. she had elocution lessons, didn't she? Her accent's shocking. Uh, that's that's the thing I'm dead excited about is she can't do it in Geordie, that play. So what's she going to do with her accent? She's going to. She's fucking going to. She has to. And it's like, it's a ghost play, isn't it? I thought it yeah. was some kind of psychological courtroom drama but my friend was like no it's, a, it's a, like a ghost play and then it just took me straight back to that ghost busting episode the girls that I did R.I.P. Sarah Harding oh. she's like well if you're in here just make a fucking noise and then it goes <laughs> Doof, and she's like <laughs> oh my fucking god it's gonna be it's I love this uh play I've not seen it but I love this it's this weird play where they've decided I don't know if this was their idea the whole time but but it started out as like quite reputable character. Uh, yeah, not the, reputable, but like, well, but in that role, they've just got random, few, like women celebrities. Lily Allen started it, who's not yeah. an actor. Then, no, but it she was, was the most reputable. Yes, wasn't she? and it got some awards. I think it did. It did well. And then they got Giovanna Fletcher, who won Mental. "I'm a Celebrity." That now it's Laura Whitmore who presents "Love Island," and now yeah. it's going to be Cheryl. What? And was there someone else? Someone oh else fit. Who was it? No, I can't remember. But yeah, fucking get in. Cheryl's going to be the best. February 2nd. So when Is that the date you go in? You know mm-hmm. what? I'm in London that week. Come. Um, but for work. But I might try and come. You definitely should. Come and book some taxis. Oh my God, I'm going to. Give me seat numbers off oh, air. Oh, well. So that anyone's stealing my seat. All right. Uh, one more thing I have to do is to give a wholehearted shout out to my sister from another. What does it mean when you say sister from another mister? Well, just like. Not it doesn't mean that like you have the same mom. Yeah, it does. Same mum, different dad. But it's not, it's no one's like gonna, it just means like. Just just like sister, but not related. Well, my sister from another mister, Emma Vaughan, she listens oh, to this podcast. Me? Well, you're on the podcast, but she listens to the podcast every week. She loves it. And she says, you, there's three sisters. I'm close to all of them. And she said, you've given a shout out multiple to both of them and not me. Emma, I love you just as much, if not more. I think you're absolutely spectacular. And Emma, I love you the most. Yeah, she's fabulous. And we talk loads about the triers. God, I love you, Emma. God, you're pissed. <laughs> I am quite pissed, actually. Oh, no. um, oh, and well. On that note. Shall we call it a season? Oh, was this a freshman, sophomore, junior? 
I think freshman's to? number one, sophomore's number two. I don't know what. Junior Caesar. Junior Caesar. <laughs> Junior Caesar. Junior Caesar. Julius Caesar season. <laughs> so we're going into our senior year. We are. My God. But it doesn't mean we're, we'll carry on. We'll go. Yeah. We'll take you with us through our working lives and then our retirements. But exactly. Wow. Season four of the podcast coming up. Let us know if there are any books that you want us to read and chat about because we've not got a list at the minute. Are you reading anything at the minute, Paul? Reading a book called Gay Club by uh, Simon James Green. It's a YA. And I've just. Ah, yeah, nice. I was just going to have just finished a book, but it was good. <laughs> I read. Uh, yeah, very good. I'm going to read some YA. What are you reading? Betty by Tiffany McDaniel, which is very good, but it's. It's very, very long, so we won't do that for the podcast. Oh, yeah, no longies, no longies. Only, nah, short, those only stubby chodes. I'm, I'm feeling stubby chode, YA. Yeah. Yeah. It's so readable. So, so readable. Books are the best. I know. Right, Sarah, oh. I adore you. I adore okay. you like like uh, Nathaniel loves spending on Hawk. Oh, and vice versa. Yeah. I'm the Hawk to your Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. I know I would definitely be the little twink and you can be the pirate. Yeah. The big strapping, broad chested, washbuckling, nipple. Chocolate. I don't know about nipples. Horse <laughs> shagging. Belly button connected to his mothering. Mm, don't arouse me. Uh, I love you loads and we'll love see you me. all very soon. Send us emails, Yay. please, guys. Reading yeah. for attention at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. Love you all. Thank you. Bye.